Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you certain things cannot be negotiated. Not long ago, a female agent got asked from client on a special question. If you're in the market for real estate or even a buyer or a seller of a real estate property, probably you would have heard this from someone as well. What question did she get from the client? She got a question from a client to throw back 80% of her commissions from the developer to the buyer. So the question goes this way. So, I know that you are going to get $80,000 from the developer for your commission. But I wish that if you want to close my case, you give me back 80% of that and I let you take the other remaining 20%. When the agent got this question, she was very shocked, but at the same time, she didn't know what to do. Of course, every agent, every salesperson, who doesn't want to close a deal? However, we also are very afraid of actually what we might be doing is infringement of the law. Do you know that ever since the CEA, the Council of Estate Agencies was set up, set up this is a very clear guideline given to us. As agents, we are not allowed to give a throwback of cash to the customer for buying any property from developer or even for resale. As mentioned, for every request made by the clients to us, my advice is we always have to check back on the legality issues. For this agent, before she called me, she has called several other different agents and managers for support. Of course, different agents give her different answers. You will be shocked to know that some agents tell her, well, a lot of agents are doing it, so it's really up to you. And when it sh that person says up to you would mean every agent is doing it, but I'm not giving you a judgment on yes or no. If you do it, you have to be responsible for it, whatever consequences come may. And some agent tell her that, oh, maybe you should negotiate with the buyer. 80% is too much. In other words, this agent is not telling her to reject the customer either. Then, a third agent told her, do you really need the money? If you really need the money, then you should know what to do. However, when she comes to me, I gave her a very flat answer. My answer is no, reject the case. We would rather lose the case 
than to worry that one day CA, CEA will come after us and put us in jail or a fine. Then what is our family members going to do? Wait for us to come out from jail? So I need to highlight over here that since CEA is a government body set up, right, to maintain the maintain and regulate the guidelines for all practicing agents, a very clear guideline was already given to us not to practice any throwback of cash to the client, to induce them to buy any property, as this is flouting the laws and a stain to our professionalism. And also, if, if in the event we are caught, we know that this will land us in jail and a hefty fine on top of that. And not just that, we will also lose our license to practice again. Recently, I heard an NUS student, he actually tried to go for our RES course and take up our RES exam. Do you know how many times he took the exam before he passed it? It's a total of six times before he finally passed it. How did I know about that? His father is a security guard of a condo that happened to visit. So the father told me about it. Every quarterly, I know that we have an exam from RES. After you pass the exam, then you can go and register yourself and get your license to be a practicing real estate agent. Six times would mean he nearly took one to two years before he's finally awarded as an agent. This is how precious our licenses are. No matter how much money, your money cannot replace our time, you know. What is the key takeaway for this thing here today, my story? First, a cashback of commission to client is a crime punishable by law. And two, should a client be interested to take our commissions? Please welcome them to sign up for the RES course and take the RES exam before they can be eligible to start earning commission from the developer. And let them know that the exam right, uh, will be held once every quarterly. And then that's how we do things properly and legally. And three, it's definitely not advisable for agents to flout the rules just to close the deal. And because if we were to go to jail, who will take care of our loved ones? I know that a lot of agents, we are always tempted. If the amount gets higher and higher, what if it's a $200,000 commission? We will be top sale for a month, maybe for the team or for the agency or even for the company. We will be getting our awards and trophies. But behind all the the beautiful facade of a trophy, of an award, or, or the commissions that appeared on the board. Is that the real amount that goes into your bank? And not just that, how about, is that really truly a deal done by you because of your professionalism? Is your professionalism negotiable? Well, for me, it is definitely non-negotiable. Having been an agent for more than 10 years and I very much enjoy the job I'm doing, the service that I'm providing to the customers, I really hope that my story here will give you some light 
whether should we or should we not bow down to money or bow down to temptations. And do you know what did the female agent do after she asked me? Are you curious? I'm very proud of her that she asked so many agents and by the time she got to me, who gave her a very cruel no and asked her to kiss goodbye to the 20% of the commission, she decided to heed my advice. Because she bothered to check online and Google and also realized for herself, yes, there is a written law that we are not supposed to share our commissions with non-agents. We are not supposed to throw back that commissions to the customer to induce them to buy a property through us. And because of that, she made the right choice. And I am proud for influencing and actually inspiring her to take the right action and to maintain her professionalism ever after for her business. Well, I've come to the end of my story. I hope you have gotten some interesting takeaways from me. If you wish to connect with me via Facebook, do click on my link https colon double slash shor.by oblique Anna Ng in my show notes. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode sharing more tips and stories on Mail Agent Alert. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. If you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.